Happy Friday. Oh my goodness. I love the love in this room. I love the love in this room. Come on. There's nothing like the love in this room. Hey, if we haven't met, um, my name is Joshua Etman. Look at them kicks. I hear you, Angel. Stop bothering me, man. Um, and I get to serve here as campus pastor, dean of multicultural engagement. Shout out to Mosaic. Yeah. Um, so excited uh, to be here with you all today. Um, and it's just a privilege to get to serve uh, with uh, President Graham and the SLT and serve staff with sa staff and faculty and just hang with you students. It's just an amazing, amazing thing that I get to, I get the privilege of being here every day with you and seeing what God does in and through you every single day. It's such a powerful thing to see the transformation that happens here in this room every single day. You coming in with expectancy in your heart and doing and seeing God do the amazing in and through you, you coming in with words of wisdom and knowledge and prophetic insight and coming in with worship, it inspires me. You are an inspiration to me. You are the leaders of now. You are the now generation. I know we talk about the next generation, but you're the now generation. God has called you for such a time as this. You're not here to sit back. You're not here to retreat. You're not here to apologize. You're here because God has anointed you to be here. In Jesus' name. Man, I feel like preaching, and I didn't mean to feel like this. You're here because God has called you here on a mission, on an assignment, not just to change the world, but to change your world. You're going to go into spaces and places where you've never been before, and you're going to watch God do the miraculous in your life. Why? Not because of your power, not because of your might, not because of your strength, but because of the Holy Spirit that rests, rules, and abides in and through you. And this year, we declare in Jesus' name that we will be a people that will say yes to the will of God, yes to the way of God, yes to the Holy Spirit, and no, we will not apologize for who God has called us to be. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. That wasn't even in my notes. That just came out of my shando. <laughs> that just came out of my shando. Uh, let me introduce you to my family. Um, I, don't, I don't know if we have a picture here, but uh, I have a family. Yes, I do. That's my fam right there. My fam bam. I'm such a dad, fam bam. Um, my wife, Samika, is in the white uh, coat. My daughter, Skylar, is there to my left. And then my son, Zachary, is there at the bottom to my right. And uh, we're just so grateful to be able to serve you. Um, and my children absolutely love North Central. I mean, they were looking forward to the block party, oh, for about a month. They were like, when is the block party? In like July. And I'm like, can we just get to August 1st before we talk about this? They were so pumped to hang with you all. So thank you for pointing to my children. I do. I honestly come into this space with an agenda. Um, I believe that you have in your spirit and in your gifts and in your talents the ability to disciple Gen Alpha 
which my children are a part of. And so I do take my call seriously because I understand that you will be ministering to my children soon. And so I, I am kind of like kind of low key doing this job with passion, too, because I understand that some of you all will minister to my kids. And so the passion is there, not just because God has called me. He has. He's called me. But also because I understand that you're going to pour into the next generation. So thank you for pouring. Thank you for caring for my children. Thank you for loving my family. And I look forward to seeing what God does in and through all of us as we champion his cause here in the world. Amen. Amen. Well, uh, Dr. Graham said this before, and we we are talking about, he talked about discipleship yesterday. I'll talk about discipleship today. I promise you. And if you know Dr. Graham, uh, you know that he, he's no frills. And so I promise you, we did not talk about, we were going to talk about discipleship. I promise you that. So this must be a word for all of us, not just, not just you, but for me as well, that God is calling us to a deeper level of discipleship. But before we get there, one of the things that I've heard him say often is the world and the church of tomorrow rest in the students of today. That's a word for you. You are the biblical characters in the Bible like a Deborah. You have been called to leadership and discernment. You are the Joshua generation. And I can see God grabbing as he grabbed Joshua by the lapels in Joshua 1 and saying, be strong and courageous. Don't be afraid because God has placed a mantle of leadership on you. You are the Esthers who have been called to live in the kingdom for such a time as this. You are the sons and the daughters of Issachar. You're going to be able to interpret and understand the times and the seasons that we live in today. You are the Timothys of today that's being told by your elder mentor, Paul, uh, to not live with the spirit of fear but power and love and a sound mind. When it's all said and done, here's what you're going to do. You're going to blaze new trails. You're going to heal hurt people. You're going to work in the classroom, in the courtroom. You're going to be executives in corporations. You're going to engage in professional sports. You're going to preach the gospel both locally and globally. You're going to do some incredible things. You're going to be moms and dads and husbands and wives. God will do amazing things through you both now and forever. Before we get there, I believe that you must invest time to your walk with the Lord. And that's why we offer chapel here every day. That's why we offer chapel here every day. And I love what Jeff Dio says. He says, we don't have to do this. We get to do this. It's a paradigm shift. We love that we're able to be here every single day, not because of some set of rules. Now, if you miss your chapels, you will get fined. I'm just going. I'm just going to th just throw it out. Just, just go ahead and catch that. You will, if you miss your chapels, you will get fined. So, uh, Lindsay and I, we try to be as gracious as we can. Lindsay is our GA. Shouts to Lindsay Samru. Come on. Now don't. Now you better be clapping in August. I mean, in August and May and 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 February and March as well for her as well. All right. But you get to back to. Okay, I'm going. Okay, I'm going off on a tangent. Back to our regular scheduled program. Um, you will get fined. Uh, if, if, you, if you don't uh, make your requirements. But it's not just about that. It's not about earning a credit. It's about an encounter. It's about us 
encountering God. Now, I am under no illusions this morning. I understand that there are some of you who are on fire for Jesus right now. But when that snow hits, you're going to rethink your whole life. You are white hot, but you're going to be really cold in just a minute. And you're going to be cook, cook. Y'all know what I'm talking about? I'm talking about that like, like filet mignon, like well done kind of cook. You're going to be like, I'm done with chapel. I don't want to hear Joshua talk one more time. I don't want to hear another sermon. I don't want to hear another worship song. I am so tired of this. I'm tired of him. I'm tired of her. I'm tired of my roommates. I'm tired of, the, I'm tired of all of it. You're going to be done. And you got to tell yourself, I get to do this. I get to gather with God's people and I get to experience God's power. I love this summer. I've been able to read this author. His name is James K.A. Smith. He calls himself like a Pentecostal kind of reform, kind of liturgical theologian. He's dope. I love him. He has this a book called You Are What You Love. Write that down. Get the book. Read it. And let's talk about it. All right. You are what you love. And he talks about this idea of habits. And he talks about how like we're habitual creatures and how like we're formed through our habits. And he has this paradigm shift that you are what you love. In other words, if you love God, you'll do something. Not doing something for love, but you do because you're loved. It's a different perspective. It's a different mindset. And so what I'm saying to you this year is don't come to chapel because you get to earn something. No, come to chapel because you've already earned something. You've already earned love. You've already earned grace. You've already earned favor. And our response to God for his grace, for his mercy, for his love is our attendance here in chapel. And here's what happens when you come. You're being formed. You're being shaped. You're being um, designed into the image of Jesus. And you begin to look more like him every time you come. You change and your perspective changes. Your mindset changes. The way that you see things will change. At least I hope it does. And when it does, you recognize, oh wait, these habits, these habits, these rhythms of grace they're changing me. And so we don't just set up chapel here so that you can earn a credit and that we can make your life miserable and we can take your money. I know you don't have money and I'm not trying to take your money. What I am trying to do is invest in you in a way where you're transformed and you look more like Jesus everywhere that you go. So then with that said, be here and be connected. That's my challenge. Be here and do it with honesty and integrity. Now, I know I'm preaching to the choir right now, but maybe there are some folks who are not in the choir right now because you haven't tried out yet. Um, maybe you're not on a praise team yet because you haven't tried out. And so I'm going to talk to you this morning because I understand that there are some folks who don't play instruments. You'll get that tomorrow. If you are in this space, do me a favor. Please don't pass that code around. Lord Jesus, please don't pass it around. Okay. I mean, there are, there have been one time, I'm not going to say who it is, but there's grace. I'm telling you, there's grace. One time I literally was walking in here. No, no joke. No joke, Ellington. I was walking in here and uh, there was a student like right at the door right there, literally taking a picture of the code. I said, bro, what you doing, man? He goes, oh, shoot. 
He's like, well, I only had one chapel left. You know, it was no big deal. I'm like, you can't do that. He was like, my bad. I'm sorry. So please, please, please just be honest. If you don't want to be here, um, don't lie about it. Integrity is the goal. All right. That's what it is. We have we want you to have an internal motivation, but we have external accountability as well. But we want you to want to be here. And if you're not here, just take the L. It's okay. Just take the L. I'm not here. I don't get a credit. All right. Do you promise to do that? Shake your hands and just say yes. Even if you tell them the story, I'll pray for you later. All right. Okay. Thank you so much. All right. There are so many people, students, staff, faculty, um, um, a number of people who have been at North Central and they're no longer here. Maybe they work somewhere else or they, they matriculated and graduated from here and they say, I miss chapel. I miss the formative experience that it was. I miss the transformational journey that I had there. Listen, you only get probably four years if you're a freshman and then some of you, you don't have much time. Be here and let's all grow in God together. Is that cool? All right. So I want to go to something uh, just for a moment. Um, I want to talk to you as we transition to the close here. Um, I want to talk about traditions, okay? I want to talk to you about traditions. Um, one tradition I loved as a kid was going over to my grandma's house. Yep, I said grandma's house. And, and to be honest, it wasn't even about the gifts because grandma didn't really give me gifts like that. Like grandma, I'm like, grandma, I don't really want that sweater. Like you don't really know, like the dress thing is not your thing. Like I, just give me a toy. I don't want that sweater. So it wasn't about the gifts but I do remember being able to be with her. I remember um, being able to eat her food and be a recipient of her love and her grace and her wisdom. I remember being able to see the dignity and strength of a woman who had been through so much, been through abuse, been through a lost marriage, just been through so much homelessness. I remember just hearing her sing this song, I Still Have Joy. I still have joy. After all the things I've been through, I still have joy. I remember the grace and the class that she carried herself with. There's a song that says, I don't look like what I've been through. That was the definition of her. She had been through so much, but just to be with grandma and see the poise and to, to feel her love and to feel her grace was a tradition that I will never forget every Christmas. You know, traditions are interwoven into the story of humanity. All of us who are image bearers have some kind of traditions. Since the beginning of time, uh, traditions have been passed down to the next generation. Now, traditions can simply be defined as an inherited, established, or customary pattern of thought, action, or behavior. This morning, we want to pass to you a tradition. We want to invest in you and pass on to you a tradition. And this tradition is the tradition of discipleship. This tradition can change everything about us. It can change our university. It is the tradition 
of discipleship. Yes, that's right. We want every one of you to leave this place here at this university as a whole and healthy, Holy Spirit empowered disciple of Jesus. We want you to be healthy in every aspect of your life, physically, mentally, biblically, relationally, vocationally. We want you to be a holistic disciple of Jesus because Jesus himself cared for our whole self. He wants us to be transformed. John 10, 10, right? It says that I've come that you might have life and life to the full. I love what Lecrae says in one of his old songs. Shouts to Lecrae, man. It's a song called After the Music Stops. It's an old song that he penned a long time ago. He said this, I'm out to take the Bible, create disciples who make disciples, disciple cycles. I'm going to say that again. That's a good bar right there. I'm out to take the Bible, create disciples who make disciples, disciple cycles. Discipleship is what we're going after. Listen, we love the music, right? We, we love this chapel, right? We love the preaching, right? We love the Holy Spirit in this place. We love the praise, the prayers, the prophecies in this room. But we want you at the end of the day to be disciples of Jesus after this is over, after the music stops, after the preaching stops, after we leave this place, we want you to go into the classroom and be a disciple, go into your community and be a disciple, go on the sports field and be a disciple, go on the court and be a disciple. Everywhere that you go, we want you you to be an image bearer who walks in discipleship with King Jesus. Now, just to be clear, discipleship isn't about behavior modification. It's not about that. We're not asking you simply to change your behavior. We're also not out here asking you to be our clones. Don't be like me in that way. If I'm following Jesus, sure, whatever, but no, 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 be you. Be you in Jesus. Be who God has created you to be in Jesus and lean into who you are. Lean into who you are. That's my challenge this morning for us to commit to being disciples of King Jesus. You see, discipleship is the goal. Our Lord had risen from the dead and he was about ready to take his seat at the right hand of the Father. And he shared something that Matthew records, the end of the book. Now, this is important because it's the last thing that Jesus says to his disciples in the book of Matthew. So, so lead in and let's listen to what Jesus says to the disciples. And I believe he's saying to us, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe everything I have commanded you. And remember, I am with you always until the end of the age. This text tells us, go and make disciples. And we're committed to that this year. It's called the Great Commission. We are committed to the Great Commission. We want to see you as whole and healthy disciples of Jesus. And we're going to make that happen. And we're going to do as much as we can to ensure that you walk out of here as a whole and healthy disciple of Jesus. That's our part. 
Now, what are we going to do? Well, I'm glad you asked that question. We're launching a discipleship survey. Everyone say discipleship survey. That's right. So next week, we have a discipleship survey that's going to be distributed to you. Make sure you check your emails. That's another thing. Check your emails. Come on here, somebody. Check your emails. You might get an A if you check your emails. I'm talking to myself right now. One of my mentors said, you're not checking your emails, man. Check your emails for school. You're in the doctoral program. The, the professor is sending you important information to you. Why are you asking me this question? She already sent an email. I'm like, oh, my bad, man. My bad. My bad. Check your emails. So this thing will be distributed to you. It's about a 30 to 40 minute uh, survey. And you will not receive a grade, okay? But you will receive two chapel credits, all right? Hey, somebody ought to shout right there. Two credits is good for you. So <laughs> I got four minutes. Stay with me for a moment. Um, this discipleship survey has five dimensions connected to it, all right? First of all, spiritual formation. Everyone say spiritual formation. Now, this undergirds all the others, and it's the way that we summarize what it means to love God with all of our heart, all of our soul, all of our strength, and all of our mind. Personal wholeness. This focuses on emotional health and proper respect, and biblically emotional and spiritual maturity are inseparable. Everyone says, I'm biblically literate. Yeah, but emotionally, you're a mess. Spiritually, you're not mature. I'm not, see, y'all not ready for me this year. I see already. I'm, I'm really wise. I know Greek and Hebrew. Yeah, but no one likes you. I'm not talking about you. I'm talking to your neighbor. I'm not talking about you. Healthy relationships, man. That's the next one. Let me go on before I get in trouble and get an email that I'll send to Lindsay. Anyway, um, this is the mention that reflects the biblical command to love your neighbor as yourself. From families to our friendships, all relationships can be marked by love and wisdom, vocational clarity. Everyone say calling. Yeah, we want you to discover your sense of calling. Uh, I think it's Parker Palmer who talks about like, like understanding your life and letting your life speak. We want to help you like discover what is what is God depositing in you from the very foundations of the world. Ephesians 2.10 kind of life, right? Like God has a design for your life. He's the master artist that's drawing your life. And how can we help you discover that? I believe that this survey is going to help you do that. All right. There's a call on you. There's a there's a dream that God has for your life. And this survey will help us all kind of discover and uncover what that is. And then for the life of the world, it's this dimension that speaks to our daily lives as the place where our discipleship and mission, they converge and they're carried out. I have a hope and a future for you. I have a mission for you. And this, this survey is going to help us kind of discover what that is. Now, when you fill out that survey, we will not get the results back. If you want to share with us, cool. So be, be real, be honest with this survey. As honest as you can be. I won't get any information. No one will get any information it's between you and the Lord. If you want to share it, cool. If not, cool. But we will get like a summary of all of the surveys that have been taken, all right? And then we'll be able to prioritize and, and utilize this survey to then shape our spiritual life initiatives here on this campus. We've heard from so many people. I want this and I want that and I want this and we need that. Well, this just know this. I'm going to say to you, this is what the survey says. And then we'll go from there. All right. We're going to build from there. So this link will come out to you next week. It'll go out to you next week. And again, we will not know 
the results, but we will get us, uh, an overall summary of that. And then everyone say Discipleship Wednesdays. I'm so excited about this. Like every Wednesday, we'll hear from staff and faculty. They'll share from their hearts. I've heard uh, from some of the staff and faculty about what they're going to share, and it's going to be connected to the survey. They're going to be honest and real and raw. They're not going to hold back, and they're going to be able to answer questions for us. We're going to be able to process. We're going to be in small groups. This place is going to be an incubator of growth, and I'm just so excited. So Discipleship Wednesdays, make sure you show up. I know typically we have classes, but make sure you show up. All right, let's stand. I want you to imagine with me. Just use your Holy Spirit imagination. Ben, you can come up as well. And we're going to transition to prayer in just a moment. So let me say something about prayer and fasting. Every Monday and Friday we're praying, all right? Um, After chapel, please join us. It's been amazing. So please join us in prayer. But imagine with me that all of us in this room We commit ourselves to discipleship. And we say, God, as Dr. Graham said yesterday, like I I surrender. I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready to be a disciple unto Jesus, healthy and whole, spirit filled, dealing with my stuff. Like I'm going to be raw and real. I'm not going to put on a facade because I understand, Lord, that you're close to the broken and contrite in spirit. So I'm going to be real. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be raw. I'm not going to wait until somebody gives me permission to do that. No, I'm going to be real because I want to grow in my faith. Imagine with me, we all say this. I'm taking the assessment to the survey as well. I'm taking that thing and I'm just going to let it speak to me and I'm going to let it change me and I'm going to let God just wash over me with his spirit and transform in the areas where I need to be uh, transformed, build me up, edify me, crucify some things that are not like him, me, but not like him in my life. Just imagine we all say that. I'm going to do that. I'm going to take the survey. Look at what transformation would happen. Just think about that. And then on Discipleship Wednesdays, every Wednesday, we're here. It's packed. We're engaged. We're ready to hear from staff, faculty, because they have a word. They have a lived experience. They're experts in their fields. And we're going to hear from their hearts. We're going to hear them speak on things that we, we haven't dealt with in a while. This is my commitment to you. Would you commit today to say, I'm going to give my life to Jesus as a disciple? No facade, no playing for real. Me me and you, Jesus. Last thing I'll say, we love education here. We love growing our minds. We love intellectualism here. We love it. Um, One of the things that I love about the scriptures, the book of Acts, it says, and they had recognized that these men had been with Jesus as well. What would happen if we grow in our faith, our intellectual abilities, our, our what if we what will happen if we start growing in our faith? And and then people begin to say, man, this person has been with Jesus. May that be so in Jesus name. So, Father, I pray for every student, staff, faculty as well, myself as well. Lord, would you make us more like you in this season? We know that this is the word. Discipleship is the goal. Help us to be healthy and whole disciples in Jesus' name, we pray these things for your sake, for your kingdom. Amen. Hey, we're going to turn this room into a prayer room. We're going to pray together. Uh, typically, what we do during prayer, we come and we. some people get into groups, they pray. But we're going to pray out loud. Some people are going to pray in groups. Then we're going to come together at around 12 o'clock to pray together. 
So, hey, if you can stay, would you just stay in prayer, get in groups, just begin to pray? Can you just pray over discipleship right now? If you don't have to go, if you do, may the Lord bless you and keep you. But let's pray together. Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you for your presence that's here in this room. We thank you for your glory that's here in this room. We thank you for your power that's here in this room. We thank you for your might that's here in this room. God, would you make us prayer warriors? We know that prayer is a part of discipleship, Lord. So would you help us to lean into prayer today? As we transition from this chapel to prayer, Lord, would you help us to begin to pray and to seek you with all of our hearts? Transform us in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Yes, Jesus.